Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? Wait, are you doing a podcast right now? Welcome to the Robin Holly Show. Podcast. Jason Aldean. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jason Aldean, this is so exciting. Hey, uh, New so, album. We're so excited the- about it. And today is the day. Georgia is out. How you feeling? Uh, good, man. I'm glad it's finally here. It's, um, you know, I feel like we've had these songs and, and this album done for quite a while and, and uh, you know, kind of picking and choosing which one we release first and which songs we're going to go on that record and, and um, still having a whole album worth of songs that we wanted people to hear that we had to wait for. So the fact that it's all out now is, is cool because people can, can hear the, the album in its entirety. Well, this is exciting because there's 30 songs on the album. It's a ton. I want to just kind of, I want you to pick your your favorites. Like, what song does your wife love off the album? What is her favorite? Uh, her favorite's a song I think called uh, "Your Mama." That's on the on the Georgia half of the album, and it's a it's basically a song that I normally would never cut a song like this. It's so off the wall for me, but. It's basically a song that's uh, for my son. It's a song that kind of talking to him about his mom, Britt. And um, just something that, that's so different for me, honestly. But it's something that I, probably the most personal thing that I ever cut on an album. And, and just to kind of have that for him. Uh, I know he doesn't really probably understand it right now, but one day he will. And uh, it's just sort of my, my little, you know, I got three daughters who I love dearly. And, and one son, my only son. And so um, this was just kind of a song for him. And I see the, so, uh, I see the oh, kids are, are getting into music a little bit as well, singing some of your songs. We saw a video of that. So uh, it's pretty cool. They're starting to get into it. Yeah, I don't, know if, is, I don't know if the oh, world's okay. ready for, for, uh, for the Aldine kids yet, but uh, it might be coming. <laughs> what is their favorite song off the album? Do they have one that they're just dancing along, singing along to, that you're playing off this particular album? Yeah, well, so Navy Navy's favorite is uh, is the duet with Carrie. She likes to sing okay. Carrie's part and all that kind of stuff. Memphis, ironically, his uh, his favorite song is a, is a song called "Story for Another Glass." And um, you know, it's it's funny to to hear him talk about shooting tequila and, and <laughs> limes and stuff. But hey, you know, got to start somewhere. It's it's inevitable with him with him having the Aldine name. It's inevitable at some point. Yeah, they they don't they don't know uh, they obviously don't know really what they're what they're singing about yet. No, um, but one one what's, day. 
What song are you most excited to play live off the album that when you cut it, you're like, I cannot, this is going to be so amazing live. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a few. I mean, obviously the duet's been such a big song. That one's always, you know, we, yeah. we started playing that last year and, and it's, you know, the, the, the reaction to that one's been incredible. Um, you know, we, we haven't really had a chance to play the new single trouble with the heartbreak yet. So I'm excited to get out and play that one and see how it goes. Um, and then we have a song on there called uh, Small Town Small that I think is we're, we might kick the show off with this year and, um, you know, that I think is going to go over really well. So I don't know. I mean, we're going to uh, we're going to dive into a few of these on the new tour and just kind of see how they go. Well, it's the rock, uh, rock and Roll Cowboy Tour. That's one of the songs as well. I'm wondering how much how much time are you and the band putting in to get ready for a tour like this? Like what are what are the hours in the days like in the preparation to go out? on a giant Jason Aldean tour? You know, honestly, for us, man, we've been doing this for so long that uh, we really kind of have it have it pretty dialed in. You know, I mean, you can only you can only go play Dirt Road Anthem so many times. You're like, we we got it. We, we've been playing yeah. it forever, we feel like. <laughs> like, we got it. So, um, to us, I think the main focus is on some of the newer songs. Um, you know, our, so- our, our show is not a choreographed show. We don't know... You know, we're going to go stand here for this song and go there for this song. Like, we don't – that's just not how we work. So, with us, it's like we, we get the songs dialed in, and then once the show starts, it's kind of like it just happens the way it happens. So, um, I, I think for us, the focus is mainly on the newer songs because all the older stuff we've played a million times, we, we know all those things. Um, so, this year we're going to add, I don't know, probably five or six songs off the, the new album we're going to put in the show – and uh, and th- that'll kind of be the focus. So we'll we'll go in for you know a couple weeks, maybe a week or two, and and uh, really kind of dial all that stuff in, and uh, and we'll be ready to go, man. That's the beauty of of you know doing it on this level for so long is that uh, we we kind of have our little system in place, and um, you know all the all the shows and those things that we played over the years. I mean, you you know it's like it's like riding a bike, really. Yeah. Well, congratulations, by the way, on the ACM award. And I was wondering, obviously, all the awards are special, but do you have one that is super special to you for a certain reason? Maybe the the person that presented it to you or that particular night, do you have one award that you're like, this one is memorable because of this? Uh, to me, it's um, it was, there's a couple, but the one that really stands out to me is, is the ACM Artist of the Decade when when I won that. Uh, I mean, first of all, it's just, it's an award they give out every 10 years, and, and uh, you know, the, the company I'm in as far as that goes is, is you know, pretty legendary. So um, so that in itself was amazing, but, but George Strait gave me that award and um, who was one of my biggest influences coming up, one of my idols, and... Um, to, to not only get that award, but for him to give it to me and, and, and kind of have that be the guy, uh, was, was, I don't know if if it ever gets much better than that. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty epic moment right there to be in. So congrats on that as well. Um, another song on the record that we've been jamming and we've been excited for, for a long time because we did see a little teaser for it with you and Brantley hanging out a while ago. So uh, great to finally rock <laughs> Rolex on a redneck. Can you uh, can you tell us a little bit about how that song? Obviously, we know your history with Brantley and some of the songs that you cut of his that which were huge um, for for you and kind of paving the way for guys like him to have that 
style of country music. But uh, take us back to you know the the re the reconnection with Brantley. Yeah, well, I mean, I think Brantley and I have been friends for a long time. And, and you know, the thing I think a lot of people don't realize is when I cut Dirt Road Anthem and my kind of party, Brantley was, he was kind of an underground artist at that time. Uh, I didn't even, I mean, I knew who he was, but I'd never met him. You know, I think I met him in the studio when we were cutting those songs, actually, for the first time. And, um, you know, and I think Brantley will be the first one to tell you, by me cutting those songs, it really kind of helped get him to Nashville, get his record deal, and really helped put him on the map, too. So it, it was actually great for both of us. And, um, you know, Brantley and I have been friends ever since. And every time I go in to cut an album, he'll call me up and, you know, ask me, can he send me a couple songs? And you know, some, of, some of them we've cut, some of them we haven't. But um, he's got one on this double album called Small Town Small, which is, which is cool. And, uh, you know, he called me up one day and just said, hey, man, I have this song and I don't, I really don't think anybody else can pull this off except for you. Can, you know, would you be interested? And so I had him send me the song and, and, um, you know, I thought it was cool. I thought it was way different, you know, obviously something, you know, for him and, and for his record, a little different for me, but not that far fetched. And so, uh, honestly, I just thought it'd be cool to do something with Brantley after all these years of, of having these, you know, collaborations that were, you know, kind of inadvertent sort of collaborations. Now we actually got to be on the same track together and do something together. And uh, so I just thought it was cool. And and so went and had some fun with him. We cut it, I don't know, five or six months ago. And, uh, and then he just dropped it recently and, and uh, you know, had a lot of buzz about it when it dropped. So it's uh, it was fun. It, it, it's, it's a great, fun song. And you brought up My Kind of Party. Can we talk about when you first heard that song? We always ask three questions. Where were you? What were you thinking? And what were you drinking when that uh, one came about? Um, I think with my kind of party, I think I was driving in my truck. My producer, uh, Michael Knox, actually sent me that song. And um, I was riding around, and I, I listened to the demo. What, what were the three questions? Where I was? I was in my truck. Where were you? Yeah. What were you thinking? I was thinking, what were you drinking? I was thinking that the demo sounded like Brantley cut it in his bathroom. <laughs> the, the demo of the song was like, not very good, honestly. And uh, it just like the overall, like the overall sound was just, it sounded like he cut it like in a, in a closet or so. It was weird. And I thought, man, this is kind of a pretty crappy demo actually. Um, and then I was probably drinking coffee. So um, I don't remember that part, but I know I was in my truck and I was thinking, God, this is a, not a good demo. So I do know those two things. <laughs> but, but how crazy is it that you can hear what is not good? I'm trying to put the nicest words. I'm not good, and you're like, "That's a hit song. I want to. I want to do that song. That's that's amazing." Well, I mean, I think I could hear enough to like hear the lyric and hear, you know, hear that it was a cool song. Um, I just think the production wise, I think it was probably like okay. a little cheap little thing that he had cut. Um, and but that was what I heard. So, but I mean, obviously, I, I felt like the song was cool. It was rock and roll. It was like it was right up my alley. And so, um, you know, it was it was kind of a no brainer when it came to the song. Actually, Dirt Road Anthem was the one that I was a little more like, man, I don't know. Like this is like this is either gonna be really big or people are gonna hate us in country music for this song. And that was kind of the one that I teetered on a little bit more, as far as not necessarily cutting it, but like. All right, what do we do with it now that we've got it cut? You know, is uh when you when you are listening to songs uh, from other 
uh, you know, songwriters and whatnot. Does the, the, the production, is that a big deal? Or you get some stuff that's just like a dude in an acoustic guitar and you listen to that, kind of like what Brantley sent? Or does it have to be like, the demo's got to be like banging production for I mean, you it, to hear it? It doesn't have to be like a, you know, a, you know, a, a great demo. Um, it helps when, when you have somebody, you know, a lot of times you'll have guys, you know, singers, what singers do is they sell a song, you know. Um, if you have a great song and somebody that can't really sing that well, it's hard for them to sell the song to you. But if you have a guy that's a great singer selling you a great song, you know, you buy into that a lot more. So uh, I think it kind of just depends. I mean, I can hear through some things, um, but but some things are a little tougher to hear through, you know. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, it doesn't have to be like a, a first-class demo. But I, my thing is always, if you have a, a pretty decent singer on it that can sell the song, that that goes a long way. Um, I know we have to wrap in a little bit, but I want to make sure, because people will kill me if we don't ask, about your wife. Everybody loves your wife. Recently, we see the latest Amazon post of the little squirrel tables, which are super cute. But what I was thinking, I'm like, do you ever, have you ever bought anything super random? Like my husband bought a $600 ukulele and he doesn't play the ukulele. Yeah. Like he doesn't know how to play it. Maybe, maybe he's going to, maybe he's going to learn. Yeah. $600. Like, can we start like a little bit lower? Have you ever bought anything where you're like, he, yes, this is he like, real, like a squirrel table. He realizes he could probably get a full size guitar for 600 bucks. And that's a lot cooler <laughs> to play. Right. <laughs> yeah. you. Thank you. Oh man. I don't know. I, you know, I, uh, I think, I mean, I know that I get on there and make some crazy purchases. Um, I think one of my things was a little, it's like a, a fly shooter. It's like got rock salt in it. Oh, it's a the it, bug the bug assault gun. Bug assault. It's the best thing you've ever. We have two. It, it's, it's amazing. We got the upgrade and then we have the original. Oh yeah. yeah. I got like the Colt forty five one. That's like the mm -hmm. you know, and it's it's like in the summer. It's the most fun you'll ever have. So bug assault. Check it out. <laughs> All right. We uh, but we, we got some. Well, I don't have my uh, my uh, my in laws got some of those at our little cabin. So we uh, we all got one of those or a couple of those. Um, oh, uh, one one more thing. I saw that um, it was very exciting that you showed up and played with Morgan Wallen in Nashville. Uh, how cool is that to to jump on stage? I know he's uh, he's killing it right now, so he's got to be fun to hang out with and play with. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've been friends with Morgan for a few years now. And, um, you know, he called me up and just asked, was I in town? He was doing three nights here at Bridgestone and, and, um, in Nashville. And so asked me, was I in town? And I said, well, yeah, actually I'm coming to your show on Friday because my wife's brother and his wife were in town and wanted to go to the show. So, um, I got tickets to my, my manager has a box there. And so I had them tickets to go to the show and I was like, I'm coming anyway. And he was like, when? Well, I was calling to see if you wanted to jump on stage with me that night and do something. I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I, I got on stage with him, and and it was really cool. I mean, Morgan obviously has been through a lot over the last, you know, year, year or so, year and a half. And um, and so to, to come into Nashville, sell out Bridgestone three nights in a row, and just see the reaction that the fans gave him and, and just the support uh, – you know, I know it meant a lot to him and just for him to kind of get back on track and, and sort of, you know, get his career moving back in the right direction again. And um, so it was it was cool for me as a friend to be there and, and sort of support him and and uh, help help kind of make the weekend special for him. That's awesome. Wait a second, Jason, you're wait, hold on. You're you're hanging out. You're going out for a night out. You're on like a double date and you're in the box. 
and then you're like, I'll be right back, and then you're on the stage? Is that how the night goes? Yeah, pretty much. That's amazing. I don't know where he went. Oh, he's on the stage. I went up I went up in the box with everybody and, and watched like the first half of the show and then uh, I was like, All right, I gotta I got a jet. So I went down downstairs backstage, uh, kinda got ready for that, went out. Did, did a song with him, came back, kind of watched the rest of the show from side stage and uh, went to the bar after. <laughs> nice. Nice. What a great night out. That's awesome. <laughs> well, uh, congrats on the Georgia album. The, the second half of the double album is uh, is out, and we're cranking it up loud, man. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you all so much. You got Thank it. You, Jason. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Bye. Right. Thanks Bye. for listening to the Rob and Holly Show podcast. Follow us at Robin Holly Show and listen weeknights on Odyssey Country and the free Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.